You are all weirdos. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Weird Science Manga and Anime Podcast. This is our weekly manga review show. I'm here with my man, Luke Hollywood. What up, Luke? What up, Jim? What up? And we're going to get through this one. Lickety split. Pretty Lickety banger split. week, though, right? Oui. I mean, you like this week. A lot of cool books going on here mm-hmm. down at the malt shop. But if you want to end up getting involved and, you know, seeing what we're up to and introducing yourself, even go over to our Twitter at Weird Manga. Follow us. We'll follow you back. And then you can message us all about things and be great. Also, mm. rate and review the podcast. Now I'm miserable again. <laughs> and then go over to our Instagram at Weird Insta. Science Manga, where I actually do written reviews for a lot of the books that come out each and every week from the weekly Shonen Jump and more. Jump plus stuff, I mean. Mm-hmm. That's the more. And then go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash weird science manga, where you can get a bunch of things, including our picks of the week show, where two of the books from that particular week are on its own separate podcast. We go a little more in depth with them. It's not anything that's they're the best or whatever. It's just randomly picked. And mm-hmm. this week it was Doron Doron Chapter 10 and Ayashimon Chapter 12. We liked Ayashimon a little bit more than Doron Doron, which we want a little bit more from itself, right? Mm-hmm. Correct, Luke? Yeah, we need the stakes. Yeah, we need to. Somebody needs to raise the stakes. Of what's going bong. on? Also, we do also want from Ayashimon, me and you want to join. A bad boy motorcycle bad club. Boy. But you that's know, just us, right? If you have the bike, we could do it like that guy with the big windscreen. I'll be the hype man on the bike. And you're in the back. The you're the hype man. I'm driving. Boom. I think that me and you are both crashing. It'd be trouble. Well, that's good because I'd fall asleep. So, no, you know, you'd fall asleep. We don't need we that. All of a sudden, I end up when we join. They they get us the initiation. We go through all that. Who knows oh, yeah. what that would involve? But oh. then you show up for the big ride. We're going to ride or die here. And you show up with that PlayStation sweater. All bets are off, Luke. They don't think that's style. God, look at this thing. Look at this guy over no, there. No, all you need to do is strap a hubcap on it. It's the Mad Max jumper. It would be the Mad Max jumper or possibly like something from a Beastie Boys album. Yes. But with all of that, we're going to get right into this now with a bunch of bangers. We end up Boom. having eight chapters right here for yeah. And what are we starting with? We're starting with a big banger. We have second days. Oh, my God. Look, <laughs> I ended up wanting... That's a ding, ding sound. That's a ding. No, that's not a title drop. Oh, jeez. This is the Sakamoto Days. Ding indeed. This is Days 58 Newbies. Yeah. And it says on the top, who is this guy? Everybody's reacting to Sakamoto with the pen. That's his weapon. We all know that that's plenty of weapon. Oh, yeah. Sakamoto. And this chapter is pretty cool. We continue the murder plane, but we also get more of what should be the... Two characters that are the most interesting are or will carry on. These feel like the guys that are gonna come forward out of the murder plane. We still wanna know what's going on with overhead compartment guy. Yeah, he is still in the wind. He must step it's a great plan. But with this we get nervous assassin and germphobe. We do germ. get a name for germphobe, which is Mafuyo Siba. Now the problem with me and you haven't. We'll just go with the they as the pronoun, mm-hmm. whatever. We're still not sure if this is a guy or a girl, so we don't want to mess up and say anything. But is that intentional? They are keeping their cards very close to the chest. And and still, if you ended up, say right now I told you 
That person's name is Mafuyo Siba. We wouldn't know. We're still a mystery. I mean, we need it's either, you know, Annie or Al. I mean, we need some, but it doesn't matter. We're just saying the idea, but I like them. I like the idea Mm -hmm. that they are nervous. They are being an assassin for some reason, and that's what intrigues me. But you do end up having Sakamoto save them as everybody's rat a tat and tat, and you get headband guy who thinks that he's smart. Oh my God. This guy with the pen is too good to not be an administrator. He's the administrator. He's playing checkers. That's pretty cool. He, he is trying to play. At least he's playing games. 3D checkers. He's Whoa. not up to chess yet. But no. Sakamoto just takes care of everyone and actually saves this other person with Does him. Does he take him out with his own suitcase? Yeah, like it looks like that's what happens. It. Yeah, yeah. And ends up just taking this guy out. Now, that guy... He seems to be alive and muttering things as he's, you know, got his nose broken. I think Sakamoto killed almost everybody on this I, plane. I don't know if that's ketchup or a lot of pen stains. There's a lot of blood on that. Looks like a lot of blood, right? Whoa. It's trouble. Now, with that, everybody's taking care of Sakamoto as three bullets. And that's what they're trying to do, collect the bullets. And he says, I don't need all of these. And flips one to this other assassin, one of oh. And they say, like, I can't do this. And this is the character deal with this mm-hmm. person. I can't do this. I have an inspiration uh, and a role model I admire. If I were, if they were in my place, they wouldn't do this, right? If he was here. I get the idea. The idea of a role model, this isn't something like, I. I it could be like a father, mm-hmm. right? But role model, I think it's a young Sakamoto. Yeah, it seems I think, like somebody that was an inspiration. Yeah. You know, and, and like somebody, uh, yeah, we don't know like how, how much in the past, like this person's pretty young looking. I mean, the, we have another dude who's 14 and he looks pretty old for 14. So Shin never went to this whole school, so it can't mm. be him. So I'm thinking the idea of the two things that might play out. It's the, and Sakamoto, you look at him now, he don't look like the sexy young Sakamoto, no. right? So that, but the other play is, what happened if it's X slur? Oh. Like Big Bad, like something like that. That like would be interesting know. that, like, the body inspires a good. And, and, but even inspires the goodie because they didn't realize they went bad. I mean, oh, this would be something layers. that maybe it's, but I don't know. We're going to see. We'll, we'll find out, I guess, eventually. But I like also where you get Sakamoto. Where is that Shin guy? You have his little like face in the in the thought bubble, but I like too where what you end up doing here is why are they separated? Because there's the business class, there's the coach, there's the first. I thought that that was kind of a, a okay ploy to get them separated because why aren't they all on the just murder plane? How big is this plane? There's a second. Yeah, there's separate sections, so they mm-hmm. go and you do end up having germphobe who is ending up fighting. One of the administrators is going to kill him Says hey can I kill you That's the rules right yep you can But I wouldn't whatever and this guy that That's when they say the name Mufuyu Seba Seba but I think that we'll just go germaphobe. Shin comes in and stops him And then it's so great because this guy Goes how old are you man you're an old man And Shin gets so mad and I Everybody probably knows this Feeling even though I'm old and some people, but you never think of yourself as old compared. No. He, he he goes, I'm only 21. This guy goes, and it's a cool way to give a ages. He's like, well, I'm 14. You're old. He's also a germaphobe. And Shin is not really up with the hygiene, it seems. Oh, but geez. also an assassin is going to be involved in all this blood and guts and things like that. It's crazy. He does say that he missed the regular test. This is the transfer test that he had to do. And he's pissed. He ended up that his brother gave him the flu. 
so he doesn't lose. And I love that you want to play because he does not look 14, correct? No. I mean, we both said that, but when he starts talking, he starts talking that everybody's going to be at school making friends and stuff, and now it sucks. I'm not going to be in the friend group. So that was kind of a play. I thought at that point it'd be funny if he was legitimately like 60, and he is playing up like, I'm only 14. That'd be funny. Hey there, fellow I, kids. I don't know what type of school he's expect. Like, assassin school. Do you be making the friends, or do you be making the enemies? I don't enemies? know. I, or, yeah, I guess both. It's the place where the assassin game is the it's hottest. It's the hottest, and I guess maybe because he's fourteen, like this is his dream idea. He does end up because he doesn't like to get his hands dirty. He's a germaphobe, and even Shin calls him that. Uh, you end up having blade feet. Does is that like the backwards skis that he's got going? These things are huge. Right? I, I thought I thought he was going to have grenade shoes because he pulls out the pin. Pulls out a pin. I don't know. I don't know that I would like the blades on the back, but he, t- he has to twist and turn and stuff. But <laughs> I don't know. He goes, and that's the big thing. He's fighting Shin, and Shin's avoiding it. We know that he's able. And now remember the the play here as well. Most of the people in this business class are dead. So there's no crowded thoughts now. He's able to read, you know, germaphobes deal. So he is able to stop him a bunch of times. At one point, I don't know. It goes to a negative panel. I thought that was cool. That, it, I think that that was a mistake. It's very hard to tell. It was like out of nowhere, it yeah. seemed. But and you're looking at it through Shin's point of view. So mm. it's kind of the idea of him reading things ahead of time. That's I, the clairvoyance kicking in. Yeah. I didn't even recognize it as actually Shin because of the negative there, uh, the way the back and, and, and we stuff. haven't seen Shin do like, we haven't seen him activate it this much before. So we're still kind of getting used to it. But it's kind of a cool, if that's the deal and he ends up counteracting punches him and says, I don't want to be a burden to Sakamoto. So here I go. And he ends up, you know, hitting, germaphobe here at my fuyo and then this guy ends up realizing he's kind of reading my moves and then you end up sorry dude there's someone i have to catch up to beep. oh man beep is that a watch bit like the final page cliffhangers and touching stuff on the wrists and recently. sit there and think okay i think that's the bomb that blows up the whole <laughs> plan uh, who knows maybe it's a home. i don't know this but murder plane is about to get a crash landed plane those kids are like oh my god look at that oh no they Boom. start running they're dead. Uh, but yeah, pretty banger chapter. Mm-hmm. Looks great. What would you give it? I like this a lot. Uh, this is now it's still at the prime time. It hasn't overstayed its welcome yet, but Murder Plane needs to wrap up pretty quick, I would say. Because uh, it's good now, but you know the way Sakamoto kind of sticks around with these things and then it gets a little bit drawn out. But right now, I liked it 9.2. Uh, I'm going to go 8.5. The, the nice. way that I think Murder Plane is, why I think it's more interesting than, say, museum or amusement park mm-hmm. is there's no room to do anything but kick butt. You yeah. know what I mean? So when you get on it, but you can't have chapter after chapter after chapter of that. But at least there's not like, oh, man, we got to run down this hallway. And, oh, I wonder what's going on in the dungeon. You got to imagine, like, yeah, like, what, are they going to have a whole chapter in the toilet? Like, confined fight? You think it's fight, 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 and that's fine with me right now. But mm. that does get a little old, so... But I'm into it now. Murder Plane's cool. It's a cool set piece. I mean, it's really cool. You get a manga and stuff like or an anime uh, based oh, on this being cool, great. right? Then again, you know that Murder Plane, I don't care how long that Murder Plane takes in this. Murder Plane's one episode. You're, you're not oh, carrying yeah. Murder Plane over into two. Uh, but it's cool as we go through it. But what is the next book with? Next book is one episode too many with this dumb vampire kid. Which watches... 
Big Shade, chapter 49, and he's looking for Shade this time, Jim. Missing Parasol. That actually works out so well. (laughs) (laughs) You're throwing Shade, but he's seeking it. And it is the uh, Maharu, the vampire kid. Uh Oh. I like Maharu. I think that he's kind of a, a bit it, of a gem. Now that the way that they play it here, because we all like Khan, and any, and this is the same thing with Kaigo. We didn't like Kaigo until he kind of bonded with. Which Khan. makes me think at the end, it's weird because you you have a switch. You almost have a transference of Kaigo mm-hmm. to be Moy, you know, his friend. And then I don't know. It felt weird. Like Kaigo after this, I see him looking out the window with one tear. Thinking oh. I was friends with Khan. Khan's the fun Friendship one ends. to be friends with, right? He's the one that you want to be friends with. Mm-hmm. But you do end up, like you said, if you base things on being friends with Khan, you, you're kind of friends with us because he is the gem that we love. And at least you do get Khan. But all this is is my parasol. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, my God. His umbrella is missing. It means something to him because it's a sword, but it's also he has to stay in the shade. He's made in the shadiest because if he goes out, it's not quite as gruesome as a vampire's going to die in light. He loses any sort of energy and he has to feed and stuff like that. But in the meantime, it was raining. Khan took his parasol and he claims that he got it taken. Now, you're going to play off this idea that Khan, eh, he can stretch the truth now and it again. sounds like he's making it up. And, and it does sound like it. And you would not put it past him. No. To make it up, though he is a gem, but uh, sometimes he just can't help it. Bends the rules. They end up where, oh, that's, you got it stolen, you're making up a story. as has a story about a sus dude. Straight out of Ayashiban. Yeah, really, we had almost the same guy in the biker gang. But he ends up, yeah, and he took like a low life. Oh, man, you're the worst. But the weird part about this is, is we've had a bunch of chapters with Nico doing nothing. And I mean, she barely, like, she shows up here just for a spell of the week, and then she dips. And that's my problem. Mm-hmm. I'd rather nothing than spell of the week, because now we're getting back to the beginning where it's it kind of had, a, even then, spell of the week meant spell of the week for her, and then things went wrong, and then she had to be around, you know, her and Moy trying to fix it. Uh, but this spell of the week is just, Hey, I'm going to get clouds. It's going to show the weather almost like where we have Moy and Little Moy on his head showing the emotions. Now it's going to be weather-based. And she even says, I don't know why this spell even exists, but it'll help you because if you're miserable, it will shade you, right? And so he goes out. You know, okay, then what's going to make him happy? Because that's all we're, and that's all we get. And so when we get through this, he's just going through town. And it's the most random of randos you've ever seen. You end up, oh, the, this kid, he's nice and waved. Oh, my God, I feel better. Now there's the light. Oh, there's the clouds. Because there's the cloud over. Then he ends up out of nowhere. What is the show on Shoten? He ends up running into these two guys. Plus, at one point, he even says, I can't laugh. And there's an under construction sign. I didn't even get it. A funny under construction sign. Is it? Is it that funny? Then you also see, uh, uh, I don't know. A mascot that's an elephant with a with kid. The balloons. Is that what I'm mad that I don't have a balloon? It would be stormy weather for me. The guy tripping on the banana peel is pretty funny. The poor guy loses his toupee, <laughs> and and we don't see he gets hit on the con- He's on. He has a stroke. Dead. He's dead. <laughs> but then that would make the clouds come. But a big. Has anybody in their life? I, I'm throwing this out there. Has anybody ever slipped on a banana peel? <laughs> I, I, I think that this is one of these things where 
it's a it's a classic, right? Oh, Old yes. time, really. But the idea that I think that this has been a lie perpetuated through movies and manga and cartoons and comics. Nobody in their life has ever slipped on a banana peel. I, I don't even think banana peels are that slippy to begin they with. They get a little slime, but I think that this is somewhere it's like the grape foundation. They don't want to have those bananas, so they're out to get them bananas. They're a public hazard, those bananas, these are. I don't get it, but yeah, you see this guy. But then you run into two pages. This couch show Stand-up comedy, which, ba- here, here's my version of it. It would be me and you. Hey, Luke, I'm going to go to a party and everybody thinks I'm a jerk. That's because you are, jerk. Ha <laughs> ha, we're done. I didn't know, I, I honestly, and I didn't get it until I got the reaction from me. I didn't know this was, like, if it was supposed to be funny or if it was genuinely bad. It's not funny. They, th- what happens is he, he gets so cold to their performance that it starts snowing around him. But oh, what is this chapter turned into now? I mean, it's ridiculous. So it all plays out, but he ends up like, oh, you guys, you're doing your thing. You got unique talent. You're taking it to the, the limit, whatever, which should actually make him really not have any sort of club. But he ends up remembering why he needs an umbrella. You know why? Because he's a vampire. Oh. And then he sees the sus guy. Oh, my God. Khan wasn't lying. There's the guy with the shirt, the bandana. And then he turns around and is like, hey, there, kid, what you looking at? I'm going to turn your nose to the spaghetti. And he's like, spaghetti. oh, my God. He does talk like a low life, right? <laughs> it would be funny. He's like, the guy turns around and goes, what up? I'm Luke Hollywood. Oh my God! Oh my. What a low life. Look Where's your jumper? PlayStation jumper. He ends up where this guy's just and uh, he gets it now because he's like, you're just like those stupid comedians. Because they end up saying, you know, hey there, you know, Maharo, Maharo. You, you're so nice. Not like that other guy. The other guy said we were losers, and it was that guy. This guy's just the jerk of the. It's the all year. coming together. So he goes to get the parasol, but he can't because now. He's mad, though I don't know why this dissipates the clouds, because he says, I get it now. Khan wasn't lying, but he should be mad now. This should be like thunderclouds, mm-hmm. but he can't move because there's sun, and then you get the gem of gems. As always, you end up having Khan, you know, kind of use his bird thing, which we haven't seen in a while, and they make a crazy, like, cloud of birds that Crow ends up cloud. where then you have, you know, I keep messing up his name, Maharu go up. And uh, suck the energy out of sus dude, and that guy might be dead. And so with that, because remember the idea of doing that, the, uh, somebody other than, say, uh, an ogre. Mm. This is just a normal dude. Yeah, you, he's dead. And he gets his umbrella, and now you have Khan and Mahoro. They are best of friends, best and they're buddies. laughing it up as they are straight-up murders. So there you go. And then you end up Happy having Moy at the end. They never would admit it, but I think that they're best of friends. Is that like the reverse Finn? Yeah, it's just like the narration of uh, the after-school special we just got. This book is not doing anything. (laughs) Its characters are nice. I uh, like Maharo a little more than you. Mm. Uh, I think that he has gem potential because he does say what he thinks ends up liking accessorizing, Mm -hmm. which, you know, Kaigo and Moi like. Khan is like, what are you talking about? Uh, but yeah, some of the things are okay, but overall, does I thought that we already because right before the Uran Mirage, and we we ain't even going to discuss that because yeah, that yeah. was nonsense. Yeah, yeah, it was. But um, right before that, we did have a Miharu chapter, so I thought, okay, well, you know, we have that, but now we're gonna like we haven't had a Nico chapter in so long. 
and and she's the main character in this book. You know, her and Moy, and they feel like they've been sidelined completely. I mean, th- just in your head, I'm not going to ask you to count chapters or whatever, but just think that the idea of li- little tiny warlock when when he got taken down, oh, he's yeah. like. I'm not the big bad. There's somebody above me that I was talking to. And we're like, ooh, who could that be? We'll never that know. feels like years ago. <laughs> like, what, what, what are you doing? That was before the boat in Spy Family. I'm like, it, it seems like so long ago that we're waiting for this next ramp deal. They end up following clues to get Mahiro. But he, what has he done? He's doing too much, actually. He's mm-hmm. parasol, but what would you give it? I'm going to go not very high. I'm going to go 7 out of 10. I'm 6. Uh, and I love this book, but it's, and I love the characters now. I can't even say I love the book anymore. I need mm-hmm. something more than that, but it's because you set something up. If it was always just the random, you know, if you're going to be a gag manga, then just be a gag Commit manga. To that, but you can't, you can't entice us and then take it away. Yeah, points. It was that you, you Got behind the characters and really cared for them and, and didn't want them to get hurt. But mm. a lot of times now it's because it's, it's just a random sitcom in my mind that every chapter you start anew, you know, and then see mm-hmm. what wacky hijinks they're going to get into this week. And then Shenanigans. everything gets reset for next week where we'll have, you know, Kaigo now mad. I want to have friends and I'm going to be the werewolves. Oh my God, here I go. And it's just too much. But with that, we'll go to the next chapter, which I think is a banger. Banger. Certified banger. What is it, Luke? This is the Master Magic and the Muscles. Chapter 96. Ooh, almost at the milestone. Mash burned dead and the... I can't believe we haven't got this one already. The mobilization of muscles. That seems like that would have been chapter one. Yeah, really. Well, here we go. Pops had told, back in the day, told a young Mash, never take off your bracelets. That's what clicked. He took off the... Because these bracelets end up where... He'd be too dangerous. This would unleash all of his power. And I love this idea. Like, how are you going to power up MASH? Well, you're going to do that showing that the powers we already saw, which were pretty impressive, weren't the highest level. They were So he, cl- he clicked off. That's the click. He clicked off the bracelets and says, now I'm my full power. Throws the bracelets down. You have Dominus like, bracelets? That's lame. How's that going to do anything? I'm just going to destroy you with my water magic. With the God of Poseidon behind mm-hmm. me. And ends up doing it, and you don't even know what's going on at first because it's like he is fast. He's going through and what you find out is that as this is going on, and you realize a little bit that everything you see, it's kind of funny, MASH is going so super speed that you end up having Dominus stuck in that last bit of talk as Mm. MASH is running around. And I love at one point he even gives the peace sign. He's doing selfies. There's no problem like with him. The after image, he's like Barry Allen speeding around so far that you only see. Oh boy, he has to. He has to go back and like stand in the same spot so that the the, the image continues while he keeps on going. But before you know that it's an after image, it is a little confusing of what's mm. going on because you do have Dominic just freaking out with that yelling, ah, and he's but he's frozen, and it's like even with Barry Allen, it's like Quicksilver mm. in, in the movies where he's going around. He's not adjusting things like that. What he's doing is he's gathering up all the water with buckets and throwing it over the, the side there of the stairs so that he never gets hit with all this water. This is an attack that Finn yells, he's attacking in all directions, Whoa. and nothing happens. And all of a sudden, it's done. And you end up having Dominus like, what? What the hell just happened? I see him. He didn't move. He's like, oh, wait, that's an afterimage. He's moving right then. You get one of the, I think, one of the better pages we've had in this. And this book always has pretty good art, right? 
When mm-hmm. it's the Bucket Brigade. The Bucket Brigade is incredible. It's so awesome. The idea that spread, and you just go down the detail at the very end, that's where Domino figures out what happened. He's a one-man Bucket Brigade. But how can that end up defeating a god? Well, it can because MASH is MASH. I love the idea that you get at a point, Finn was almost speechless. He almost <laughs> didn't now. He recovers, but he's like, ah, uh, ah, uh, I saw it all. And yeah, you're like, oh my God, he almost didn't have anything to announce. Whoa. Um, but through this, you end up where you get that explanation. He's doing the buck up again. He's getting that because even after the attack, Poseidon's last because he doesn't have as much water. And with that, then MASH just goes full out. I mean, he is going full out with his power. And you realize that Domina thinks, I'm done. I, I don't know what to do He's now. He's got because- nothing to attack back because all the water's gone. Yeah, and he's scooping him up as well. Uh-oh. And so he's like, what should I do? And I guess pray to the gods because here it comes. And at the end, you get unlimited hammer. Boom. And it's just devastating. But that, That's a great, like, as that, which splash is better? I, I think I might like the I water, like the Bucket Brigade water deal. It's so good. But this, this is a pretty is good awesome. closer. And if you look, it's like you barely can see Domino just getting destroyed. Smashed. And I will tell you the one thing in this chapter where you get the idea when MASH is really pushing things is when he actually looks like older, the older MASH. Mm-hmm. And once he kicks in, it's all that earlier. And he's dead serious. He is. He, there's, and in that, like, not even as much trash talk. Like he is doing it now. And I, sometimes we get like the, like the, like simplified. Mash face for like the jokes Like no he doesn't way. know what's going on What? Like you don't really get that mm-hmm. much in this at all This is full out destruction Mash is now powered up But remember what Pop said was Don't do that Because you will unleash the fury And it's too much So I don't know I think he's going to need the power of friendship Maybe they all give him a big cream puff Maybe, I mean he might destroy the whole place i mean he is really like this punch is beyond crazy at the end and it looks great and it's always this and sakamoto always Mm. play off that motion and and like almost like the point of contact being that huge thing and when when it plays off well it's it's incredible and oh yeah yeah, i I, i'm telling you for such a quick read and if you are liking mashal like this is what you've been waiting for i mean this is mash powered up this is him going all out so that's why I give it such a high score. But what would you give it? I'm gonna go eight point five. I think yeah, you're I'm higher way than higher. Yeah, I'm nine five. I Woo! mean, again, it's based on the idea. We always say it is what it is, but when it is it's what good. it is, and it's what you've been waiting for to be that is, it's even better. And I, yeah, I thought that this is something that we, especially with Dominic just chuckling this whole time and being a jerk, and him just laying it out. You do have that last second feels again because remember, Dominic ends up doing it because his twin end up sacrificing himself so that he would be what he is and he almost feels like oh no now father's just gonna you know dispose of me and he kind of seems sad but still mm-hmm. it's like you pray to the gods unlimited hammer i was like that's awesome so i really liked it now we have one last book of the section which is a book that again i wonder are me and you the only ones reading it and talking about it? I don't know. I'm sure there's other people, but what is it, Liz? It is a banger, and it is past the U19. No longer U19 Club. Oh, my goodness. It is the PPPPPP, chapter 20, 
the undying queen of the distorted forest with the crispy color page. It is nice color page. You end up with the weird deal like it's almost like if me and you were a band, you get that one hit, you need that next hit or you're a one hit wonder. So you don't want that. So you want now at least even if PPPPP gets canceled at 24 or whatever, it doesn't have the U19 label. So that's pretty cool. And the idea I saw some people like they thought it this was going to be you can't cancel a book when it gets a color page that week, right? Would that be weird? Like That's the what idea. I'm thinking. Of- yeah, but I work at a lot of the usually like back in the day, you know, you get up to U19, you wouldn't get a color page. That'd be that. Now all like we're having Doron, Dorororon color pages. Color page of ten and like that's crazy. Yeah, uh, the chapter kind of continues. My kind of upsetness of it is. Meeman's in it. She's in it hard and heavy. Being mean. Not really being Meeman as much. Not, not I mean, really. she is, but not. She ends up where she plays with Ferruso's pigtails, goes to bong bong, bing bong, <laughs> ends up, and you keep getting that idea that she don't play by the rules, Meeman. But is that when is that going to screw her? Last chapter, it said that's going to be her downfall. We thought that meant she's going to do the heroin and die. <laughs> uh, but I think that it might be. I told you, like. She's in a contest. She's in the contest with Frusa. That's what has Frusa's been playing for this whole time. And they even saying this, like she doesn't even like piano. She's not really doing it for that. She wants her mom to be okay. The idea mm. that her mom and her life ended up going down because of her losing to an Odagami that she thinks it'll change things. I don't get it. I don't know. I, I get the sentiments, and I can see why she's trying it, but I don't know if it's going to work out that way. It would be like the idea of, I want to do this for my mom. You know, I want her to be happy for something, but I don't know. I always assume that the mom hit the bottle, and, you know, whatever. I don't know that that changes that your daughter wins a, a piano contest. Oh. Who knows? But they're going to go at each other. And it, it kind of meanders a bit through this to get to that level. The focus is on Furusu, and we haven't had a focus on her in a while. And it's weird, and you get random characters and like people that I didn't really recognize at points mm. and things like that. The lucky part of this, and I mean lucky, the character Sonata, mm. is just he says, well, I, I, I don't hate Neiman, because you can't, right? You really can't. He's worried Neiman? about her, but he says, I, I can't hate her, but I don't want Furusu to lose. Because that's when people get banished and Frusa would be done. But you end up where, again, the center in my mind is Meeman, who doesn't play things by the rules. Even goes up to Frusa before and it's like, oh, what are you playing? Oh, I'm going to play this, but how do you want me to play it? Because you said you don't like my improvisation. You don't like my style. Do you see her eyes? Whenever, like, that is like intimidation. Yeah, just, it's weird. Meeman plays off weird here and she ends up where. Again, she doesn't like to be judged. We already saw she doesn't do this. And there's the weird deal where she plays her piece and it ends up being, you know, great. But in a weird way that even as you see the things, things get distorted. This is meme and be a meme. She doesn't play things right. But people don't seem to react in a negative way to it. You know, they seem to be good. And the thing that got me, though, is this is Chopin's revolutionary E-tube. You got the E-tube yourself, my man. But the next one is weird, and the next one that you end up having Crusoe playing is Box Well-Tempered Clavier, book one. But the well-tempered, in my mind, does not play out well, like if, if you end up having Meeman being involved with that. Like, she may end up going too far, and that was mm-hmm. the whole idea of Meeman being Meeman that's going to kill her. But I don't know, because in this, you just end up where... 
the the visuals of the music end up being kind of what people don't expect. Maloli ends up getting almost captured by that. I I don't know. Like, is that a distortion from Maloli? Because it doesn't look good. I don't know. But they even say like, what's going on? The trees are distorted, and they see that through the music. But it also seems to be like almost. But remember when this is the thing that this book feels rushed to me because when Meeman shows up at the summer cottage. Where they're practicing. It's like, where's Maloli? Where's Maloli? We never really knew why. She wanted to talk to Maloli, and I, we never really got anything from that. We didn't to know then if there get was a history. This. And then the, it seems there's a history for Rusu now. So that it's just meme and beam, beam. We also have a time jump because, again, we started out, we're going to go to the college to give all summer. Summer's gone. Now here we are. And I think they're lo- we're losing some details. I think that this is like one of those where, yeah, we might get a U24, mm-hmm. but I'm, I'm missing out on the details of it. The art looks great. I mean, when she well, ends up doing this. The art was never the problem with this book. Doing this revolution, if you look at the detail of this, of this piece Incredible. going, I mean, all it's it's a bunch of trees, a queen. Also, the idea that the trees are all piano, ki- like it's the leaves are piano yep. keys. It's really, really good. And then your revolution has failed. Boom. And the whole deal of it being so great. But even then I thought, are they playing it out that this isn't the normal thing and people aren't going to like it, whatever. But even have claps, right? As you mm. see, Feruso seems to think it's great. But do the claps even seem like they're like, you know, one clap? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it's not, I, I like, it's confusing. Even what Feruso, like her reaction, she's like surprised and then smiles and then like, like not happy. And, and this is still all the clapping, so we. I suppose they liked it. It doesn't seem like enough. Like usually, we'll get this huge roar, right? Mm-hmm. And you'd see it's a weird play. But she does say, "How do I follow that? That was so beautiful. That was mm-hmm. so great. It was so different. And if I play a different song, I'll be disqualified." And that's where I think that's a weird play. She has to play the song that just played, or she. You can't change it, but we know we kind of were told that role before, and she just throws. Why would she even think that? Why would mm, she say, mm. "Well, I could play something else"? That, that's not an option. It, it would be like me and you, like we're playing rock, paper, scissors, and I think to myself, "Well, I could pull out a gun and shoot him, but but I'm not allowed." So I think that that's to remind us of the rule because I really think that Meeman isn't going to play the selected song next time mm-hmm. to almost you know get get disqualified. It's not a loss, I think, because I think she is going, she wants to bring down all this and mm. she can play it off even. The best would be like, you stink, Feruso. So if you end up winning, people think it's nonsense. And I, but with that, you get back to, I'm doing it for my mom. My mom will get this freedom, makes people suffer that much. I can't be left alone. I'm like, I don't know. This chapter didn't grab me as much as the yeah, others. And she's goofing her performance as well. Yeah, she, misses, like, up. she misses. She I mean, and that's up. the thing, too. I mean, this almost makes me think, and the Olympics are going on right now. It's the Winter Olympics, the obviously. Winters. But just think of the Summer Olympics when you end up having, you know, gymnastics and you have a floor routine and you follow somebody who just got a perfect score. You mess up once, you're done. You, you're, you're not going to win. I mean, she might as well just stop here and say, that's it. And maybe I can get the next piece better. But, you know, it's almost like later with the blue box. You know, you win a game, but you can go. But it's weird. Like, she, no she best flubs two out of three. it. How can she win if she flubbed it? I, I expect, too, where she ends up playing, she loses, but does her all. She's crying, too. Mm-hmm. Like the gem. You end up where <laughs> she, she loses, but did her best. Mom 
is watching the whole time from the doorway, I'm drinking it up. To drink it. I'm gonna quit. This is my last drink, Russo, baby. I'll put it down. Mommy's to coming. Yeah, I don't know, but what would you give it? I liked it, but yeah, it's doing some weird business. It's jumping time, and characters are kind of getting tricky to follow. So I'm, uh, I wouldn't say I'm getting worried yet, but if it keeps on going this way, I then I'm gonna start getting worried. So seven point eight. Yeah, I'm gonna go seven. And uh, yeah, Mr. Negative this time. Uh, oh, and again, again, Meeman wasn't even really being Meeman. You didn't have the fun of it, and it just—I no. don't know—it just went by. Uh, but that's that. We're gonna go off now to the anime corner Ooh. section of our man Jason. So after that, we'll be back to finish up with four more books. Pardon the interruption, manga fans. This is Jason dropping in for yet another anime corner. Today, we're leaving the current anime season behind and descending into the misty past. The year is 2017. The show is Made in Abyss. It was produced by studio Kinema Citrus and based on a web manga that started in 2012 and is still ongoing, having released 10 physical volumes so far. I chose this show for two reasons. First is that it's available on Amazon Prime, so many of you will be able to check it out even if you don't subscribe to these specialist anime streaming services. Second is that its sequel anime series is expected to air later this very year, making now the perfect time to get caught up. Our main character is an orphan girl named Rico. She lives in the town of Orth, which sits on the edge of a huge, mysterious hole in the ground called, you probably guessed it, the Abyss. This abyss is the basis for much of Orth's economy. Highly trained, strictly regulated raiders descend into the Abyss, brave many dangers, and return with resources and bits of technology from ancient, unknown civilizations. Raiders are given ceremonial whistles, with the color of the whistle representing the rank of the raider. Rico is an apprentice, or Red Whistle. Rico's mother, Liza, was a legendary White Whistle, one who never returned from her last trip deep into the Abyss, and is presumed to be dead. The action of the plot kicks off when Rico runs into trouble in the second layer of the Abyss, and is saved by a robot boy she named Reg. Reg has no memory. He doesn't know his history, or his purpose, or even his identity, but he seems somehow deeply connected to the mystery of the Abyss. Reg has a laser cannon in one arm, and a grappling hook in the other, and overall feels a bit like he fell out of a lost Mega Man game. More on that later. After Rico meets Reg, a message is discovered. This message appears to be from Rika's mother, Liza. It says that Liza is alive, and waiting for her daughter at the very bottom of the Abyss a place that no whistle has ever reached, or at least never returned from. Naturally, Rika and Reg sneak into the Abyss, seeking to find Liza and maybe along the way to solve the mystery of Reg's creation, possibly even the mystery of the Abyss itself. Structurally, the show starts off a lot like an old-school video game. There are ranks to achieve, levels to descend into, items to locate, and monsters to fight. And as mentioned above, Reg feels a lot like a video game's main playable character. This shouldn't be too surprising as mangaka Akihito Tsukushi has previously worked as an artist for video game company Konami. But this story has emotional depths far beyond any simple platformer. It starts off with a feeling of fun and adventure, but quickly, inexorable becomes darker and more serious. The Abyss is a profound physical and mental effect on those who descend into it. Trying to ascend from any level below the very shallowest causes a sickness called the Curse of the Abyss, which seems similar to the real-world diving problem called the Bends, or decompression sickness. So very early on, it becomes clear that Reek and Reg will likely never be returning to the surface. Their only choice to continue downward, come what may. They face horrifying dangers and are forced to make agonizing choices. We learn to love these two characters, and so we suffer along with them. There's one scene in particular, you'll know it when you see it, that is about the most viscerally wrenching thing I've seen in anime. This is a show about kids, but is most certainly not for kids. I also want to talk for a moment about the world of the Abyss itself. 
It is, to steal a phrase from Agent Dale Cooper, a place both wonderful and strange. Each level has its own menagerie of flora and fauna. Some useful, some dangerous. But everything feels like it fits together. The level of thought and detail given to even one-off creatures is immense. The world feels weird, but not random. Everything works together. And the environments and background details are simply gorgeous. As a point of comparison, this show has some tonal similarities with The Promised Neverland, as both feature young characters put into dark, emotionally stressful situations and learn horrible secrets about the true structure of their worlds. Let's hope that the Made in Abyss sequel is more successful than Promised Neverlands. That is all I have to say today about Made in Abyss. But if there are other shows, new or old, that you'd like me to check out, email weirdsciencemanga at gmail.com or tweet at weirdmanga, and I'll be sure to have a look. Now back to Luke and Jim and the pictures. That don't even move. All right, we're back, Luke. And what are we starting with this section? We're starting off with Revelation Station, Jim. Oh, my goodness. And it's a station that you haven't pulled into because you don't know what's going on. I didn't on. even get on the train. <laughs> I'm here just watching. Choo-choo. Oh, my goodness. Well, we do have the My Hero Academia's chapter 343, big banger chapter. And this is Let You Down. Which is something that I didn't do for you, Jim, because you didn't even read it to begin with. But a thing. So, as you remember, the last time uh, when we were talking about this, I was saying, I hope we get to the fireworks factory soon enough. You know, because we were getting lots of talking, and there's a lot of chit-chat in this chapter, too. But we do eventually get to the fireworks factory, and it is a banger central. Because we start off, we have All for One, who is the big bad. He is the dude with the wrinkly face that you see here, Jim. And we do see he is talking to his two moles inside the UA facility, the two parents of one Aoyama, who back in the day, and this was a big bomb drop when it happened, he was the traitor that was foretold for ages and ages. There was rumors that there was a traitor in the 1A class with all the heroes with Deku and the gang. There was a traitor amongst them, and it turned it out to be the weird cheese kid Aoyama. Well, we've dealt with all this before. And then we do see that they are still there playing. There is checkers. There is chess. There is mind games going on in this chapter. Because they are using, uh, All for One is still using Aoyama and the parents as the moles. He is still trying to get them to lure Deku out. And then we do see that that is, appears to be exactly what is happening. Deku arrives. He sees Aoyama. They're in some, abandoned car park dealie and they want to have a chat first of all first of all Deku's thinking that Aoyama shouldn't even be released but he got off because the parents lawyers got him out of the jails uh, and it doesn't seem to be such a good idea because Aoyama starts spilling the beans telling them all for one's real goal and this is playing the long game because we've already seen all for one has had his plans He's been having too many cooks. He's been sticking his fingers in the pot for a long time running. Back when quirks were first introduced, he had a whole plan. He was king of the underworld. Everybody was bowing down to him. And now his current plan is to basically break up the hero society that we are living in and go back to the old ways where everything was out of control and there was the one man who controlled all the quirks and the world was his oyster. We see the whole world is in his hands there. And that's going to be exactly what he's going to... It's going to be basically all for one's rule round two. He's going to be its very own demon lord, as Aoyama explains. He's going to be the lord of this new world order. But it's not going to be that easy because all the heroes are there. And Deku is the one to stop him. He is the one with one for all. So 
that's going to be the fate battle. And then it turns out that that might be happening sooner than you would think. Because we do see as Aoyama, and this is a big, like, when this happened, I nearly dropped my phone on the bus, Jim. This, this was serious business. Because Aoyama says it all has to end here. Even though Deku's trying to calm him down, you know, you still have us. You still have the heroes to help. But no, Aoyama says it's all going to end here. I'm sorry. I had to protect my man and papa. So he was doing it all for the parents. And then we do see out of nowhere. And this is big because he hasn't shown up like this in a long old time. This is all for one in his new funky mask. Looking very Darth Vader-esque showing up here. I just like, like, you get the full page, that's the reveal, and then you just see in the front, Aoyama crying, tears in his eyes, looking, like, really distraught. And then in the next page, Deku, Midoriya, looking serious business, they are about to throw down, and Deku was not expecting this, or was he? This is where we get the layers, Jim. Oh my goodness, because we see all for one here, he is... Talking his nonsense, saying, "Oh, you know, your parents must have told you the whole plan, Aoyama." So he, he there's a couple of misbits, but he got the cliff notes right pretty much. And uh, Deku's furious. I believed in you, darn it! He says naughty words. Uh, and even Aoyama says, "My pain." And this is this is where we get twist and turn city because I was already hooked. And then you turn the page again, and you think that Aoyama, oh yeah, he's he's in the bad books. He's He's playing checkers with all for one. No, he's playing 4D chess because he turns around. He's got the belly laser and he uses the belly laser and he hits while he aims for all for one. He misses. But still, that is big. Like for him to turn his back and we thought, okay, Aoyama, done deal. We didn't know if he was on the hero side or the villain side. So to see this heroic, I wouldn't say sacrifice, but this heroic moment from Aoyama, yeah, absolute banger. And I think we can say big gem, big gem. Especially when he says that my tears were real. I wasn't acting. And so, yeah, it's pretty cool. We do know as well a nice little comedy moment because we do know that every time he has it, that's his quirk, the belly laser. And it does give him uh, tummy troubles. And then we do see he does appear to have wet himself in the next page so, he is having problems, which yes. is unfortunate, but still. It is unfortunate. Especially your your hero turn and you're having problems in the pants. <laughs> is what yeah, like, not really, not, not not the most dramatic of he does. He's not good with the, the hero pose afterwards. Uh -oh. He's got to run to the bathroom. Having problems. But still, he, he's putting on a brave face. So a big, big gem potential here. And really, this is where it's all kicking off. And this is this is the fireworks factory. Here, here we go big time. Yeah, you have some really see, good pages. Too. Oh, these two splashes! I know we've had some good splashes this week so far, but the art here is incredible. We've had kind of like the hero villain showdown when it's done that kind of splash page side by side. But really, to have the back to back here, we do see all for one summoning all the villains coming through the teleportation black goop thing. Looks like they got some new new outfits, new duds too. So that's pretty nifty. So all the baddies are here. So you're like, oh, bad news. But then it looks like that they've got a couple of portals of their own because all the heroes come in and they got some upgrades too. So we are finally getting the big baddie versus all the heroes showdown that's been building up now for a good long time. And we've had a lot of setup all leading to this. This is a banger indeed. I was very excited to read this. So we finally got to the fireworks factory. I think even like you don't know who half these guys no, are, but, but it you looks can cool. Still, 
Like, and you still get that excitement with the twists and turns along the way. A very exciting chapter. I like it a lot. I'm going to go high. I'm going to go 9.5. Oh, my goodness. So Banger. what you're telling me is that this is probably your book of the week is what you're telling me. No Banger. doubt about it. We'll see, though, because, yeah, we're going to move on to the next book, which, again, something that I am caught up with and something that me and you love, the old Dandadam. What is the chapter? Yes, this is Dandadam's chapter 44. That house is a damn eyesore. She said the naughty words. That is true. There's a lot of naughty words in here. <laughs> Turbo Granny has she'd wash her mouth out. Oh with my soap. goodness. I mean, holy moly. We we can't say half the dialogue Jeez. in this from Turbo Granny, but it makes it great because she is just talking shade left and right. With Big that, shade. you don't end up having Gigi wake up at all this chapter. And I'm still worried. I ended up reviewing this on the Instagram and said that basically me and you we need Gigi back. No evil mm-hmm. like Gigi. Let's get Gigi now. He hasn't woken up. So what's going on and how is this going to play out? But to get out of this underground deal, you end up, I guess Okaran is trying to do that. They're yelling. He's yelling out for Momo. Where are you? Save us. What not? But he has to save Turbo Granny. And Turbo Granny's talking so much shade for the one person who comes back to save <laughs> her. And then even like, I should, like the whole thing, she's in this goop, almost like quicksand type deal. And when she's going, because we did have the sand, it, it plays off more like goop, though. I don't mm-hmm. know why. But it looks very sticky. Yeah, it does. And uh, yeah, we don't want to get there. You oh, end up where oh. Turbo Granny's like, listen, you idiot. Like, I'm sick of you. My whole life sucks. This is the worst. And the funny thing is, when you do end up having her mention, like, I gave you that power. What the hell are you doing here? And he's like, well, I kind of powered down. I kind of forgot that connection of the two. I know mm-hmm. that the connection, but it was really it's spelled out. It's been so long since, like, because usually it's always her and Mobile hanging out. We've been it's so long since Okaroon, and especially if you see, like, if you saw Okaroon when he's all powered up to rescue, that seems good. But when you see normal Okaroon coming yeah, who in, who comes in and Turbo Granny, like, well, why'd you get that power of mine <laughs> if you're just gonna do this? Like, what's going? Don't fall in. Don't fall in. He falls in, Oops. and she's like, oh, my God, you piece of beep. I mean, she is going off like, oh, deal. No I do like at the one point as they're having problems, she's like, you really are a dumb son of a beep. And it is them both, though, at the last second yelling out for Momo to help. We do finally go up, and you get a banger spread page. Oh, yeah. I mean, this is more of a realistic deal. This is some Fire Force stuff. Yeah, really. A fire company showing up, and we already saw that Momo had set fire to the house. So what was that plan? We do find out the plan was a Gigi plan all along. That when Gigi and her were little, and we go back to that, where they're going to arrest her for arson. She's like, did you start the fire? Yes, I did. You're arrested. <laughs> Let's go downtown. No, no, no. My friends, my friends, please spray more water on the ground. Don't spray it at the building. Well, when does the arson get to, you know, <laughs> the arson is telling the directions. That's not how it works, lady. No, but we go and see what. This whole deal was when it starts raining and things where she remembers back when Gigi and her were kids in the worm deal that we saw before. And we thought, what was this all about? Well, we do see this crazy, you know, sandworm type deal come out of the building and crash. And the only thing I can think, I guess, because there's that hole now that wasn't there before and. The burning building allows some of the water. To, I, I don't know the idea. Why didn't this happen before? Mm. I guess that the the way things are set up now is the only way that water is actually getting down. But you do end up seeing that Gigi as a kid told Momo, hey, worms are pretty cool. But why they come out when it rains? Because you do see that a lot. Is they cannot breathe. The water ends breathe. up going. They have to come up. It forces them up. And then they die in the sun. 
all these. And so that's the big deal. That's the big thing of what Momo's doing. Now, this worm comes up and seems immediately to kind of have some problems. It's mm-hmm. not sunny. I guess it's still drowning. It's raining, whatnot. But Momo then out of nowhere comes up with this deal and says, this house sucks. I hate it. It's an eyesore. And picks up a fire truck and throws it at the house and the worm to end it and says, you know, I'm bringing down this damn house. And it was pretty cool. I mean, mm-hmm. the idea of it and it's the art's great. It's mm. just the idea, though, that kind of want more to, to go on with, like, what's up with GG? Lots of spectacle in this chapter. Not a lot of character modes. But you see, if you go through the comments, the one thing everybody says, and they say it every week with Dan to Dan, the art is on point. And I, the art, but the art is always on point. Yeah, I'm not saying I don't I don't like it because it's great, but it need a little bit more meat. Yeah, on that I, I needed something. I need to see what's going on with Gigi. I do like seeing Okaron try to save them, but he kind of fails. I mm. Turbo Granny's great. I mean, Damn. just cursing up a storm is so funny the way that she's doing it. But overall, it is one of those transition deals. Like, okay, now we'll see if this plan works. We'll get him out of there. What are we going to go from there? Uh, we find out Mama then is arrested, six years in jail. The oh. book takes a big time jump, right? Because of that. But now, what would you give it at the end? I like it solid, but yeah, it needs to get going pretty quick. I would say Be 8.5. Yeah, I'm going to go 8.5 as well. Boom. So yeah, I, I still do love it. It's, it's one of my favorites, if not my favorite book. So I don't know the Magi Lumiere, which we'll probably try to start talking about next week on the regular show. That might have overtaken it a bit. Uh, not yet, but it's again, it's been a little down. GG, you know, you know third eye, evil eye, GG. That's a cool play, but I kind of just want the game it's back. It's dragging a little. Get back to other grandma, you know, mm-hmm. hot grandma. Let's see what Get back to next. Bubblicious. Get back to Bubblicious. All those things. There's a lot of crazy characters mm-hmm. that we do love here. But, yeah, this whole deal with Gigi House underwear guy, it, it's gone on a little bit too, mo- too long. I need to get out of here, like you said. So with that, though, we'll go to the next book. Which we've been, again, we're kind of down on a lot of things. We were down on Blue Box for a bit. I think that, uh, who, how did we know that, you know, Hyru ends up being the gem of gems and ends up bringing this all back? Uh, what I'm is saying, it? I, we get a nice crispy color page here. I'm saying it should be Haru with the, with the love hearts because he's what's been turning this book around. He has been. It's not quite Gigi with that over the top, but we find out that a guy who, Kind of came off a standoffish as a heart of gold. At the start, we, we were crazy about him. We thought rival, but then more and more gem potential oh, shone moly. through. Holy moly. And then what we is see it? Karen the gem connected that to. That is true. Oh, Give me goodness. the chapter. <laughs> <laughs> it is the chapter 40s. Milestone. Yes. Crispy color page. The one who's cool. So, yeah, Karen, I even said in my written review over on the Instagrams, on the grams, as the kids say. Oh. I said that this is the chapter that I realized that Karen is a gem as well. I I just didn't trust her. I didn't trust her. I thought that she was really pushing. I wrote, she's not. She just likes him and wants to see him succeed. And I like that. Well, we started. All we needed was a flashback to swimming. Biggest thing that's kind of upsetting in this there was a Blue Box fan page on Twitter. I told you about this that somebody had set up the, uh, I'm the biggest Blue Box fan. I love it. They had given up. And this kind of shows you like the progression of it. They ended up stopping and had a message, hey, I'm giving this up, because they were in for the bad boy badminton. There wasn't enough badminton. They ended they up were saying, the only one. Yeah, they ended up saying, oh, this is just slice of life. I'm going to and seem to be like into some sports. It may be the idea, hey, if another sport thing comes out, I'll end up getting involved with that. We'll see. 
is stand-up comedy a sport maybe she was show on Shoten. i don't know but you end up where i ended up messaging them and said you're missing a banger of a chapter i is hardcore badminton you want badminton this is the most i think badminton you get and with that you even realize that they realize so they end up having Karen not know kind of the rules of the best of three type deal. How oh, is he done? No, no. Taiki has pretty much one little chibi moment in this entire deal. He is really. Finn. Yeah. He says a match consists of the best of three games to 21 points. Thank you, Wikipedia, Taiki. Uh, but all this is is Hyro and Karen. And you end up having this flashback to, you know, when they met and how they met and how they kind of fell in love i love the idea that iru does not realize that he is a ladies man from the day one these girls are lining up for him like hey there iru can you help us with math they need help with math they don't care about the whole work yeah and he doesn't realize because he's kind he is kind of a dud but in a gem way right so he's like he's got the swim class i got swim class and the one guy with him who's like his version of glasses like man you're good with the ladies you're popular he's like eh but he does end up, he's doing all these things, and his parents are making him do a lot of extracurricular activity stuff, including what I love. And I seriously, I just want us to write our new book, Cram School, because I love that every time it comes up, it makes me giggle. The idea Cram School, but we won't talk about Cram School. Cram right? School Saturdays. But, you know, Cram School could be a lot of school shenanigans. School right? shenanigans cool. is in the title. You know? Yeah, I mean, we're in. Why don't Boom. they? They had to have had some sort oh, of sure Cram they School. They, got, they probably, right? he did calligraphy. They have calligraphy back Yeah, I'm back to Cram School. I need Cram School, not this. And oh. then when somebody gets kicks out, they're like, Scram School, this is. <laughs> and everybody Boom. laughs and like, oh, my God, I'm, I'm just trying to get ahead here. You 19 Teacher, (laughs) I just want to learn here. I'm cram school. Uh, But yeah, so he remembers this and he remembers back at his swim lessons when Karen Maria. Oh, why do I I look at it? It's like all jumbled. Uh, She (laughs) ends up showing up all the boys. They like her. It actually reminds me a lot of almost like uh, don't blush. Sakame-san at the beginning when you end up where they're all just sitting. But the problem is these people. Like in cram school as well. If somebody's not good at something, you don't like them anymore. I mean, no. they're like, oh, my God, look at her long legs. She's so beautiful and mature. What? She can't swim. Get out of town. Like, do you think at the cram school, if you can't do the maths, that's No, the that's why they're comes. at cram school. I oh, jeez. Maybe if you show up and know too much. Oh. Maybe it is. Maybe like cram school. What? You don't need no crabbing. Look at that hot chick, man. Uh, like, she's great. Two plus two is seven. Yeah. I'm oh, out. well. I'm out. So she ends up trying to swim. She can't. And she asks Hiro for help and really does what ends up changing his life with the idea. You do things you're not good at to get better. I'm like, oh, my God, Karen, you just cracked the code. You do things you're not good at to get better. The only play that I didn't like, though, because the, the moral of the story is she got better. Right. But then she quit. And it made me feel weird. <laughs> She's like, right before she quit, she actually could swim. Then I'm, why'd she quit? Well, that's mission complete. No, she th- says, but you don't have to add the quit. All you have to say is, by the end, she learned how to swim. She feel it feels like a quitter now. She wanted to swim with the dolphins. Once she can swim and get the dolphins, she's like, I can't stand not knowing to swim. I, my dream is to swim with the dolphins. I like that movie, and I'm thinking that she means Jaws, and she's got it all oh. wrong. She's in for a, a world of pain. Don't swim coming there. up later. You don't need that. 
Um, but yeah, it's it's the deal where she did end up. I just don't like the uh, by the end by the time she quit. You don't have to add the quit. That it's it feels negative in there. Just say by the end, Karen was able to swim. Graduated from swim class. By the end, we don't know what, why, what, how. She ain't a quitter. She ended up doing the fifty meter crawl. Uh, the teacher's crying. <laughs> he, he loves it so much. And so yeah, they end up where they they kind of fall in love, but. Yeah, you get that Hyrule has not really, really to this point, I guess, really told her his true love. Like they, they're boyfriend and girlfriend, but I mean, she's like the most important thing. And he says, you know, I'm kind of embarrassed that I never was able to tell her everything going on. And that's where he lost the first, you know, the first game to uh, Hyoto. So the idea of he looks like a loser, he's walking jagged. Uh-oh. Iota's talking trash in his in his head. Big loser vibes. Remember the big deal. Yes, yeah, says that, and almost like the psychological deal of I got him now. But he ends up where he does win the second game. So we'll we'll just go right to that. He wins mm-hmm. it with a crazy shot too. Oh, amazing shot! Remember what Iota said at the beginning. That trash talk at the end of the last chapter that we got confused. He ended up saying, "If you can't take one game from me, you won't be back." Well, he already did. So Ooh. we already, like, that kind of seems like he's fulfilled what Hyoto might have needed him to do. Mm. If you win, if you can't take one game, you won't be back next year. We didn't know what that meant. But like, even if he loses now, does he go, you just passed it? You passed it. You ended up because, remember, Hyoto's a year older and is the best. So mm-hmm. it just is a shame that they're meeting not in the finals. And I think that you're playing this off of, if you do that, it starts to feel real cliche. So they're mm. in like the semifinals. Whoever goes, you know, might actually be the favorite to win it all. Uh, but we end with that one win by Hyoto, who like looks over, like, what the heck just happened? He looks pissed. Look at him. He's probably like, why did I help this guy at all? I mean, holy moly. I needed more trash talk and not more positive talk. That shot that ends up winning that is the craziest shot. Yeah, we've had some crazy Babington, but this is crazy Forrest Becker. Oh, jeez. You don't even know what I'm saying. No idea. But yeah, you end up where one game to one, you end up everybody there. Taiki says that one thing. He explains rules. Not much in it, but unlike a lot of other books, we are so centered on Taiki that it actually is kind of refreshing to let him just watch. This is a breath and of fresh air. And let's get to it. Nairo is a gem. And we mm-hmm. see him and Karen, the, the thing, and it, it fits and it, it feels right. And I thought it was really, really good. So uh, what would you give it? If you hadn't told me that the most excited we would be for this book was a Haru focus and all Batman, yeah, I would be. I would be like, you're talking nonsense. Like, just think a month ago, I say, listen, one of our favorite chapters coming up will be high roof focus playing it, badminton and thinking back at. And I'd have to say to you, remember his girlfriend Karen, Who? the actress like that? You'd be like, what? And now we're we're invested again. Banger. Yeah, yeah, and it's nine nice to see all this. I'm nine out of ten as well. I I thought that it was really really good. But we'll move on to the next a book. Which I do believe is the last book of the night, right? Is that is that my math right Finishing there? Up. Two plus two is seven. Indeed. Crab I'm not going to have a date now at cram Aww. school. Uh, but what is it? We do have the A Akashi Triangles, Chapter 79, Lippy. Ooh. Lippy. And um, this, this is pretty good. Again, it's weird, like, what you want out of a chapter and when you get stuff. Because I wouldn't have thought, again, a month ago, I say, hey, we get this thing with Lippy. 
you know, the Aikeshi that's all lips and likes to kiss and stuff. Oh. And you'd be like, what? What'd you say? But it's it's fun. The best is, is that you end up having Shadow May needs to practice the kisses, right? So she goes to Garuko, who I hate. Why would you want to be kissing this dude? You know, Garuko, like, he's the worst. And he's like, listen, I paint, lady. I don't like the kisses. I'm like, I don't know. I don't fashion myself an artist, but I don't mind the smooching. (laughs) I guess if you're an Aikeshi brush, you know, you don't Mm -hmm. like it. But he says, no, no, I only like, like, you're not the Shadow May, the May that I knew. Oh. So whatever. I'm like, come on, dude. Just pucker up for a <laughs> second. But you end up where, no, but I have somebody who can help. And so before we get to that, we have to have saucy, you know, credits page of here. Do. This chapter ends up, we're going to mention it, obviously. This chapter ends up having one of the most ridiculous censorships I've ever seen in my life with the idea of what is allowed and what isn't. This book oh, is boy. all over the place. So here it is, Lippy. Lippy ends up just being like kind of a head, but all lips, smoking all a pipe, a little skirt. Hey, damn, big boy. It has to sound like that. Like exactly. you get that vibe immediately. Oh, yeah. Like, and, like banging the hips. Hello, Lippy is here, and I'm going to teach you how to kiss there, big girl. And you end up where Shadow May is like, I don't know about this. This doesn't sound like something I want. And also Lippy's like, yeah, I'm not doing this. I ain't doing this. Here's the best part of it. And it's such a subtle little deal. Oh, really? Because I painted this picture of sus big gym teacher. Oh. And you can have that. Like, oh, my God, I'll do it. And <laughs> up drooling over gym. I want to see at a point where just in the background, sus gym teacher and Lippy are walking off to a date. But that would mean that he'd have to see the Ayakashi. And I don't think he can. But the ghost so, date. Just drooling. Like, hey. You can kiss the practice lips on the wall. And I'm like, this is getting really weird. I don't know if I want to be kissing the wall, especially in this, like, run-down shack that they be staying in. You're still kissing the wall, I think. And it, it's nonsense, right? It also, it's very sus. I the mean, wall kisses back. Oh, yeah, my oh goodness. My God. And, and so what happens then? And through this, and even by the end, at first you end up having Shadow Maze upset. Oh, my God, I never experienced anything like that. I love that. Then Lippy just is like there smoking her, you know, sensei pipe. Oh, well, you never had like this had enough there, baby. And she's the best thing, though. This is ridiculous. I mean, it's complete. But it, it plays off as like a training for like a, a you know, a martial arts. It's like the Sus Olympics. Yeah, training. it is. Like, no, no, no. I can't give up. I got to kiss the, the Matsuri and I got to do it right. Oh, right. Well, let's get into it. And so you have all that going on. and then. The, the big play is too where remember they were going to have the game hide and go kiss before and Matsuri said oh, I'll look at his training <laughs> him and Susa are walking into class and like listen I'm not going to let you kiss me in your sus ways and your nonsense he's like oh well I guess I'm just going to kiss you all over the place all this stuff well Shadow May shows up and it's like alright we're going to it's showdown it's, it's like showdown the, in the middle of the street walking home this is the okay corral. This is that, you know, midday, you're going to have the gunfight here where I'm going to kiss you. Whoa. And yeah, uh, Shiragani is losing his mind. He's like, oh my God, this is the worst. Like, what's going on? Lippy shows up. And so, Lip- and Lippy's there just to kind of be like, I want to see what's going on here. Lippy recognized, and they recognize Lippy. Lippy was the one who trained Suzu as a little girl to kiss. And I love the idea. Shirgani is losing his mind, saying, you're the one who woke the monster. While Lippy's like, oh, my God, I can't believe the little child turned into some compulsive kisser. 
And I was laughing the whole time. This ends up being kiss a thon. Even when the point where Lippy starts kissing Shiragani, he ends up having lipstick. It ends up knocking him out. He's done. Like all this, and now we're going to have the deal. Okay, Dark Meg Train, going to kiss. No, no, no. Suzu steps in and says, no, you have to kiss me. You have to kiss me first. Almost like, again, this is almost like way back in the Patreon picks of the week, where you ended up at the point where Maruo steps in front to take the tire for he Aurora, right? But this is the kissing one. And they agree to it. And then we pretty much again, it's like Mortal Kombat of kissing. I like, like, do they go under the bridge and they're like, let's go somewhere more private for the beatdown? It plays out like some underground fight club <laughs> with kissings, right? And so, I mean, the first rule of kissing club is kissing. That's yes. it. There's only one rule you got to kiss. And you end up where Lippy says, let the kiss battle begin. And they start making out. Now, the problem is I see them making out, right? Okay. Mm. Now we see Matsuri's losing his mind. They're really going at it. Uh, uh, suddenly, you have to end up having a Shirogani head censoring the kiss, which I do believe might be that there's tongue going the back. The tongue French kiss is You're not too allowed saucy. to see that. That's too, wh- Why? Too saucy. Now, I'm not complaining because if I start complaining, then I feel like people are going to be like, yeah, that's right. No censorship. It's not that. I'm no. I'm just wondering well, I, because. We've seen a lot more sus than panties, this. Panties. I know? mean, showers. They're in a lagoon. <laughs> they're doing this and that. Like, and the other thing. ain't so bad. I don't, well, I don't know what the precedent is, but I feel like that ain't as bad. Last chapter, we had Matsuri and Susu going at it. They're kissing it up, oh, but this is like even the next page when she's like react, like reacting from the kiss blow, yeah, uh, reacting. She has an orgasm. <laughs> I mean, that's it. And, and uh, while well, we see panties, uh, that's not that's sensitive. allowed. That's allowed. But yet you can't. Have, and twice they end up having the censor again. I'm not saying we shouldn't have had this chapter either. We got no. I'm saying I don't know where that line is. Yeah. I don't know where it's the editors or slope. whatever sit there and say very slippery at that point. You end up where, like, what is it? Like, okay, well, you can show panties, you can show nudity, but you can't have nipples. That That's the big thing in this, right? But but you can't have two girls with tongues. The or, the, or is it that they're the same person? We don't know. We have no idea. It's just as crazy. But, yeah, you get the tingle and the jingles going oh, on down oh. there. And the problem is Suzu's losing. She is losing. She is having problems. She's really, you know, whoever ends up getting cast out, you know, they lose. And so Matsuri realizes in the craziest turn, makes kissy face, which then fires up Suzu. And then she goes to town on Dark May, who then ends up, I mean, seriously, on her knees and falls over. You see tongue there where there's even spit, but that's it. And then you end up having lippy. Who I I like Lippy, but I don't like the vampire teeth that no, you have there. Weird. I don't need teeth. Says so Suzu wins, and Dark May's like I lost. And then Lippy crowns Suzu by you know pretty much she won the contest. Hand up in the air. You've earned the title of the Kissing Princess of Darkness, Suzu. And then Shirogani says she doesn't need any more weird titles. And then that's the end. I'm like, all right. I said this earlier about Witch Watch, and I'll say it as well, but this book does tend to veer a little into the gag stuff more than a Witch Watch. Like, me reading this, it doesn't feel like anything weird. This just is the censorship I'm confused by. 
But by the end, I'm like, oh, pretty funny chapter. I mean, Lippy, I hope I Lippy. Obviously, I don't think joins the crew. No, right. But well, I wouldn't mind seeing more Lippy. Yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing Lippy now and again show up at, at points because it's just funny. And the idea in this book that I think that you have to really center on is that. This kissing contest is ridiculous, but they're taking it seriously. Like, it's serious what they're doing. The idea, Mortal Kombat Fight Club of kissing. And that's what's funny about it, is that they're taking it so seriously. But, you know, there's panty shots. You have crazy orgasm. You can't have that kissing close. I, I don't. There's even kissing going on in other parts. That's, I don't get the it. Nonsense. Or so confused. But what would you give this? Uh, I like it. It is what it is. But we do like a bit of Cashy Triangle. And as far as it goes, still, like, not the most sus, even with the sense. No. Like, it was positively tame this week yeah. compared to some of the other chapters. Kissing Club. And, uh, <laughs> it's cool. Yes. And Lippy, I hope Lippy comes back. So I go 8.5. I'm going 9. I, nice. I really liked it. Again, it's one of the books that I like. So what is your, I know what your book of the a week is, but what is it, Luke? No hesitation to my hero academics. Yeah, mine Easy. is, mine's Mashal, Magic, and Muscles. Boom. I really like that. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, what is your gem of the week? My gem, and it's going to be because uh, I already knew they were a gem, but then they turned you around, too, so I'm in Karen. You're going Karen. As your she goes gem to swimming. The yeah. I, I'm gonna go fully like left field. I, I'm gonna go full out. I'm gonna so ridiculous. <laughs> I'm giving it to Lippy. Really? Uh, Lippy gets in here uh, because at one point you do have like the idea. No, I'm not gonna do this, and, and Lippy ends up because of the sus gym teacher ends up doing all this and whatnot. Yeah, but with that, that's the end. So yeah, I hope everybody enjoyed the show. If you did, you could go over to Twitter at Weird Manga. Follow us, we'll follow you back. You can tell us, you know, some things even suggest some stuff for the Manga Monday, things like that. And then also go to our Instagram where I said I have some written reviews up and we'll probably do more tonight oh. uh, because we are recording this in the afternoon for once oh and we're not goodness. tired. I don't know. No sleeping. I don't know if it'll play out as people will be able to realize we have a little more spunk and sass, but maybe we do. I don't know. Oh my God. And so go over to our Patreon as well. Also, I don't even think I, I went through all that. The, the Instagram is at Weird Science Manga. Uh, that, for some reason, now I'm getting real tired that we Uh-oh. talk about tiredness. But also go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash Weird Science Manga. All these will be in the show notes. If you go over to the Patreon, it's to help us out for the things that we do here. If you enjoy them, but also get a bunch of other things in advance. You get a bunch of the Manga Monday in advance. A lot of bangers coming up, as I heard mm-hmm. Jenny once say. And Boom. also, you get our Picks of the Week show each week as well. This week, the two chapters were Doran Doran and Aya Eshiman. So you can hear. And we did and mention Aya Eshiman a couple of times in this. You'll hear what mm-hmm. we're talking about. Bad Boy Motorcycle Club. Gems. They are also gems. Yeah, they are. Ooh. We didn't even. I, yeah, we were going to pick them as gems as well. Oh, my goodness. Everybody's a gem, I guess. Gem City. Uh, you know who wasn't a gem? The Dud Samurai leader in Doran Doran. <laughs> He, he was a dud. Thank Dawn God. of the week. He, he was a dud. But with all that, thanks, everybody. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, you can go over and rate and review it. Whatever. We'll see. I just, I don't know. I try. But Please with all that, you. thanks, everybody. And we'll talk to you later. You are all weirdos. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution.